Hey guys, welcome back to I Am She, Safe, Healed, and Elevated. Of course, you guys already know this is your girlfriend, Shell. And today, I am so glad to be here on this podcast. Yesterday was Valentine's Day, so I want to say happy belated Valentine's Day. Um, I didn't put a podcast out yesterday because I just didn't want to ruin the moment. I wanted it to be all about, you know, Valentine's Day. Um, my Valentine's Day was pretty interesting, nevertheless, to start out with, because, um, I didn't really do much. I went to go get my hair done yesterday. And of course, you know, it's a weekday, so everybody is pretty much at work. And then the people that are not at work, everything is so packed and congested. So I just decided to go get my hair done, um, take my kids to the doctors. And then from there, my son wound up coming home you know, asking, can he please uh, bring his girlfriend some type of Valentine's? They're 16, the cute stage. Um, So we wind up going over to her house, meeting her parents. Um, Well, meeting her mom. And it was like a surprise pop-up type of a situation, which could have went so left. But nevertheless, the mother was blown away and it went all the way right. And when we were able to actually meet um, each other and, you know, talk about how great our children were and stuff like that. So that was pretty awesome. Um, So I think I'm just going to go ahead and celebrate Valentine's Day on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, pretty much. But anyhow, I wanted to come on here and talk about, you're going to hear some papers in the background possibly turning. That's me getting my notes together. But I wanted to come on here and talk about uh, the power of the tongue. You know, how many of us know words have power? Like facts about words and what you can and will manifest. Number one, you can manifest the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your words, which means, you know, I can do anything. I'm smart. Um, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm beautiful. I'm determined. You know, words like that have an impact on your life. You're, you're the reasoning for speaking. You're the reasoning for your life turning out the way it is. And I know it's so unheard of. And so, I mean, I don't want to say unheard of, but people don't believe it. It's heard of all the time, but I don't think that people take it as serious as it truly is. Like this is a hundred percent serious. Um, we make or break our life. We make or break our decisions in life. We make or break our movements and life. And it's so true. And um, every word you use or say have a meaning. It has a seed correct connected to it. It has consequences attached to it, good or bad. Whatever you plant, so shall you reap. Plant bad seed, negativity, reap, reap bad fruit. Plant good seed, reap good fruit. How you speak to your friends, family members, etc. will set the tone for your relationships. So you even have control of your relationships. Um, you have control of your family members, your friends, just relationships, period. You know, you set the tone for how great your relationship is with each and every one of in the individuals that are in your life. And I know it's... Um, you know, it's something that you probably 
don't really notice, but it is so true. And it's like the and it said the quality of life the quality of your life is determined by the words you speak. I want to give three facts about words. So words are a gift from God. It's so many people out in the world that have been born in the world and is unable to speak a word. Many people that have uh, been a- have once able to speak and lost it in a flash due to unexpected tragic events such as TBI, traumatic brain injuries, other neurological causes. Most common causes of aphasia is strokes. About 25 to 40 percent of stroke survivors acquire aphasia. And my father also was one of the people that I known and seen he um, had a stroke and he lost his speech and he acquired aphasia. Um, God was the first to, to create the world and animals and humans with his words. And it's so crazy because um, I was in church and first lady, she was talking about the power of tongues and how it you know, can create bad or good seeds for you. And she had this video. I wish I could find this video, but she has showed us a documentary of a video where um, they took fruit and it was one day took a strawberry. They wrote uh, on a bag, good, and they put the strawberry in a bag. And then they took another strawberry and they wrote on a Ziploc bag, bad, and put the fruit in there. And the good fruit, they loved on it. I love you. You're beautiful. You shall grow. You're going to reap and produce fruit. I love you. I love you. You're beautiful. You're smart. You can do it. And then on the other bag, they put, you're ugly. You're stupid. You're never going to grow. You're never going to amount to anything. Um, Nobody wants you. Nobody cares about you. You're ugly. You're dumb. You you can't be taught anything. You're not meant to grow. I mean, and they went in on the second fruit, the bad fruit. Then they had a third bag. And in the third bag, Ziploc bag, they put another fruit in it. But they said nothing to that fruit. They didn't put no love into it. They didn't put no negativity into it. They didn't do anything with the fruit. And I think they left the fruit there for about seven days. And when they came back. Believe it or not, the fruit that they had poured so much love into basically started regrowing, literally regrowing on top of the old fruit. And then a bad fruit wound up going bad, dying. And then the fruit that they, the third bag of fruit, which no one poured nothing into it, they didn't say anything into it wind up dying too so that lets you know that you still need somebody to build you up you still need somebody to say something to give you affirmation to give you a purpose to help you grow to put good deed in you you still need that if you do nothing to that person they too shall perish so i just thought that that was pretty darn awesome and amazing and i um actually wanted to give you i think a scripture um, and I want to do Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and it states, death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And um, I want to read from Genesis one, chapter one, verse one through three, three In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deeps 
water. And the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. The gods, then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. I'm going to go on to verse six as well. Then God said, let there be a space between the water to separate the water of the heavens from the water of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this, this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky and evening passed and morning came marking the second day. We are on verse nine. Then God said, let the water beneath the sky flow together into one place. So dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land and the water seas. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let the land sprout with vegetation. Every sort of seed bearing plant and tree that grows seed bearing fruit. These seeds were then produced the kind of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. Verse 12, the land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed bearing plants, trees with seed bearing fruit. The seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the third day. Verse 14, then God said, let light appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Verse 15, let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. Verse 16, God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. Verse 17, God set these lights in the sky to light. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth. Verse 18, to govern the day and night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Verse 19, and evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Verse 20, then God said, let the water swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures in every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water and every sort of bird, each producing offsprings of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas and let the birds multiply on earth. Verse 23, and, and, and evening passed and morning came, marking the fifth day. Verse 24, then God said, let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offsprings of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, small animals, each able to produce offsprings of the same kind. And God saw that that, that it was good. 
Verse 26, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. They will reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. Verse 27, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So I'm going to stop right here, but I just wanted to read a little bit, which was a lot of it, of, of God saying, he said constantly in the verse, said, then God said, then God said, so he spoke these words, he spoke whatever he wanted and it became fruition. So in this episode, I read Genesis one through uh, chapter one, verse one through 27, because I wanted you guys to actually hear, you know, how God created the world, the, the world and created this atmosphere atmosphere. He spoke what he wanted to see and it became to pass. So, um, so the first one, I want to say God gave us the same gift to use our words to create just as he did when he created the world. Words are very powerful and we have to be careful how we use them. Number two, words can build you up or tear you down. I remember when I was a kid, I would sing this song and I know y'all know it too. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But the older I became and when I began to feel, when I began to face why I had low self-esteem and where it come from, I realized those same words that I would sing, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me, was the very same words that stole my true identity. And that made me realize that words do hurt, that words do have power to destroy your whole life, also tear you down or someone else's life down, and they also have the power to build you up and to build someone else life up as well around us. So I just wanted to come on here and just simply talk, you know, about the powerful words pretty much. And, um, you know, just wanted to encourage you that you have choices. You have the opportunity to bring life into your life, to bring things to life. You have an opportunity to destroy things, whether it's good or bad. So just please, Please watch what you say. And also, if you guys are interested in doing that fruit challenge, I challenge you to do it. Um, buy three, get three Ziploc bags and get whatever fruit you want to. Apple, banana, pear, you name it. Get one fruit, strawberry, and put it, cut it up and put it in three bags and show the, and, and do bad, do good, and don't do anything to the other one. And I would love to hear your feedback um, as well. You can find me on I Am Safe Hilled and Elevated. And that's my IG page. Again, it's I Am Safe Hilled and Elevated. I'll also leave my, the link to my IG in the show notes where you guys can come over and just tell me your experiences of what happened with this challenge. I'm so here for it. Um, and then I will be back in a few and next up, it will be a beauty tip of the day and then we'll go forth with the rest of the podcast, but I'll see you guys in a few minutes. Uh, be right back. Bye.
All right, y'all, I am back, and we're about to get right into a beauty, tea, the beauty tea talk segment of this podcast. So um, today, what I want to talk to you about is um, nothing major about makeup, but it's more so about deodorant. So for the past two weeks, I want to say I've been having issues with my deodorant where it wasn't keeping me. And I was trying to figure out exactly what was going on because usually I'd be good to go. So I just decided to look into a more natural deodorant, which was, um, which one did I switch to? I tried the Almond Hammer deodorant and that one per se didn't have any aluminum in it. I was trying to stay away from aluminum, um, paraben free phosphates and artificial coloring or ingredients so I wanted to try the uh oh god what is it I just had such a brain fart oh I hate when I do this the arm and hammer yeah so I went and tried the arm and hammer and I used that for about two weeks I wanted to give it a good a good go like I wanted to give it a good try out session before I say no it didn't work so for the first couple of days it was okay um but for some reason I noticed when I first applied it it started giving me this burning tingly sensation um underneath my arms and I was like all right I don't think this is normal but maybe because it's wet you know, it wasn't the powder version of it. It was the gel version of the deodorant. So I used to continue to use it. After a while, it didn't hold me. So I finally went back to the to Walmart and I wound up going to try the number one, claimed to be the number one brand in, in America. And that's Tom's. So I use Tom's. Tom's is the same type of deodorant. It has a gel-like base to it and feel to it, a wet application, a wet uh, I want to say a wet fill when you apply it. And um, that t- time only lasted 24 hours, y'all. Time lasted 24 hours. Time was not time, and it wasn't number one in the world. It was time, but it was not number one in the world. It did me worse than the Arm & Hammer one did. So I went back, and they have this other deodorant. Then I want to say it's called Native and that one also is aluminum free just as well as Tom's and uh and paraben free just as well as Tom's did. Um so I'm trying that one out now. Um my first time was today I started using it and they have about six different shades. I think they have mint eucalyptus mint, they have cucumber, I want to say they have lavender, they have coconut and I can't really even um remember the rest of them, but I tried the cucumber and mint uh deodorant and as of right now I must say it's holding up. I had it on for about six hours. Um, but it's definitely some natural deodorants out there. Oh, and let me tell you about the price range of this stuff. So the Arm & Hammer, it was $1.88. I should have known. Cheap, 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 cheap. Tom's was three seventy four. So again, I was going on a cheap route. Cheap, 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 cheap. And then... Uh, Natives, y'all, I jumped out the window with Natives. Natives was eleven ninety seven per 
deodorant. So I'm praying a God for that amount that it at least give me a 24-hour coverage. I'm not even asking for a week's worth of wear, okay? I'm not even asking for three days. Please cover me while I go to my eight-hour job and come home until I get in the shower. There's no reason why my deodorant should not be holding me at least until I go to school for a good 10 hours and come home and get in the shower. There's no excuse. So pray for me on that deodorant. And this is the beauty segment part of the um, episode. Thank you for listening to my beauty tea talk time. And we about to take a break and come back to you in a few. And we're going to get into a do you know session. I'll be right back, y'all. Hey, y'all. I am back. And I just wanted to give you a couple of fun facts um today and we're going to be talking about the fun facts of butterflies so if you guys don't already know i love butterflies those are one of my favorite insects um and i'm like so infatuated by it number one i love how um the cycle the life cycle of the butterflies are i love how they start out as little eggs then i love how they become caterpillars and then i love how they go into a cocoon and then i also love how they come out something so beautiful and it it just signifies to me of growth um of saying i am not what I've been through. And that's what I get when I see a butterfly. I am not what I've been through. Like you have grown, you know, some, you, you may have been through so much, so many, so much rough stuff in your life, so many tragic events and trauma. But if you think like a butterfly, I just feel like you can come out regardless of what you've been, been through seamlessly, seamlessly and untouched and just growth take the growth with you. You take everything that you done been through with you. And I mean that from a positive standpoint. You don't let it define you. You can only grow from it. And now you know what to do, how to, you know, go about getting over the hump and actually growing from it and becoming something so beautiful. So whatever it is that you're going through, you should be like a butterfly. People should not be able to look at you and tell that you have been through anything. So anyhow, enough about butterflies, but I wanted to tell you the a couple of fun facts of butterflies. Butterflies taste with their feet. The second fun fact is butterflies do not have mouths. The third Fact is butterflies need sun to fly. And the fourth butterfly fact is butterfly flies during the day. And I think I might have a couple more for you. Butterflies can see some colors. They can see red, yellow, and green. Butterflies cannot fly if they are too cold. They need to be warm to fly. Another one is butterflies cannot fly if they are too cold. They need to be on the fly. I said that, right? Butterflies have their skeletons on the outside of their bodies. This is to protect them. It keeps the water inside of their bodies. This is good because they do not dry out. The wings of a butterfly are transparent. The wings of a butterfly have tiny scales. These give their color, their wings color. This is why they do not look transparent to us. And that is all I have for the fun fact of butterflies. I hope you guys enjoyed the fun facts, took notes, learned something new. No matter how old you get, every day you'll learn something different. So we will take a quick break and we will come back and jump right into the end of this podcast and talk about our winnings. So I'll 
Welcome back to the winning segment part of this episode. And <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Today, my winners is going to be really quick. And uh, I just wanted to talk about the progress of my project. I have started working on a logo and um, just thinking of ideas of what I'm going to do with this nonprofit organization. And um, I'm just like super and uber stoked of how I'm going to raise money for it. I'm writing down ideas, brainstorming and getting my team together. I'm like, so I'm just so happy that I'm actually doing something that is for a good cause and I'm going to be giving back. So I cannot wait for everything to actually fly up off the ground to just be off the ground sooner or later. But that's where I'm at for this week and I will continue to work on my winnings. But yes, I know it may not seem like a whole lot, but I am getting clarity from God of um, of how of which way I'm going to go. And that is so big big for me and big to me. And um, yeah, so that's my winnings. Please call in. Please come and give me some of y'all winnings. You can send your winnings over to I Am Safe Held and Elevated IG page, and I will do my best to answer all you guys' questions. And let's close out with a prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I just want to come to you today thanking you so much just for being an unwavering God, just for being faithful, just for never leaving us nor forsaking us, just for feeding us, Father, just for just for waking us up every morning, just for giving us another chance to take another breath and to get things right. Thank you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your discernment. Thank you for the hedge of protection around us each and every day. I want to continue to thank you for leading Trump and just guarding him, Father, just for giving him a awakening and just for quickening him. The heart of the king is in the hands of the Lord. He needs prayer not once a week, but every day, three times a day. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, and if I have to, I will be the one to do it. But you said if two or more gather in your name, that you will be present. So we just want to continue to pray. We want to come together all over and pray for Trump because we will and can make a difference with our prayer. Prayer works in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to continue to thank you so much for the people that are listening to me right now and that you have put me over them to help guide them and lead them and get your message out through me for them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to just come to you humbly and ask that you forgive us for all our sins, Father, our knowingly sins and unknowingly sins, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to also just continue to pray for my um, family out there. And I'm not just talking about my bloodline family. I'm talking about everybody that's underneath the sound of my voice that's listening to me, that you just continue to give them wisdom, that they continue to sit at your table and eat from you, Father, and just abide in you every day. So that way you can give them directions um, for their business and their life and, and, and their plan and their purpose, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much, guys, for coming to tune into this podcast. And I pray to God that I hear from you. I see you guys in my, well, I can't see you, but I pray to God that you be here the same time Thursday. Next Thursday is going to be a podcast the same time. And we can get together and do the same thing all over again. And I will catch you guys in another one of my podcasts. And that's all I have for today. God bless.